Good evening, boys and ghouls. It's Halloween again in the basement. With me, the Crypt Keeper. Let me be Frankenstein with you. We wouldn't want to leave you in the lurch without a haunted episode for the spookiest time of the fear. This mutilated morsel comes from deep within a crypt, 40 fathoms deep. <laughs> I hope you're pre-scared for the voyage of a death time. You better grab your death raft and find the nearest death boat. <laughs> this week on the Rotcast, episode 87, The Ghost Ship. <laughs> Okay, we're recording. Confirmed. You don't take no orders from no woman. <laughs> All right, good. Welcome to the Dylan Joe Basin Podcast. We uh, today are rounding out with three hosts. My name is Dylan. That is Dominic, and that is Joe. Everyone, say hi to everyone. Hi, hi everybody. everybody. All right, very cool. Very Simpsons esque. Um, before we uh, get into today's topic, um, I do uh, want you to know that if you are somebody who is looking forward to this Saturday, you've um, uh, you're listening to the right podcast. Um, this Saturday is uh, is household hazardous waste day um, in most cities. Already, it always sneaks up on you every it year. Sneaks up on you, dude. So I was just I just want to as we go here, you can call in. You can email DJ Basin Podcast at gmail.com. You can always call us. My number is 617-548-4437. Joe, I don't know what your number is. What but the fuck is wrong with you? I just I'm want you, you guys know. to No no no, it's fine. It's fine. I also it. I just I want to know how everyone here is celebrating <sighs> household hazardous waste day. I'm celebrating by bringing all of my motor oil to the dump. And then That's hopefully good. they'll give me a banner like you do to a donkey with the biggest butt. I don't think I, they're going to do that. To, I'm you hoping like to come I in. Voted sticker. I, I'm I hoping to come in first. I don't. I'm hoping to come in first. Joe, how are you celebrating household hazardous waste day? Well, I haven't considered it because, like we said, it sneaks up on you every year. And I my favorite holiday. To, my, my head is spinning. But I'm thinking I'll probably collect all my batteries and tie them in a plastic bag knot and throw them into the woods as hard as I can. <laughs> Dude. Appreciate it, dude. It doesn't mean that this is an eco-friendly day. Ribbon, it means how are you celebrating household hazardous waste? Day? I'm gonna dispose of it. Yeah. Do you want and to? Also, I have an old bottle of bleach. I might pour down the drain, or I, or I might swish it around in my mouth. And sure. Spit it. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. No. Of course. But yeah. No. I, yeah. It always sneaks up on me, though. It's always like, oh shit, what am I gonna do? And I always, I should plan for it. I'm gonna put it in my calendar next year, so I know to really dispose of my hazardous waste. Yeah, and label and organize. So when the judges yeah. come to see if how much hazardous waste you have at your house. 
Yeah. Are you going to win or are you not? Well, We're looking I'm for tell winners here. I'm from Mars and I don't listen to no fucking woman. That's what I'm going to tell you. Knocking at my door. Uh, shout well, out to... You'll get that later. It's shout later out to... What's his name? Uh, something uh, horse. I horse... <laughs> I horse Javevic. Kivevic? I horse Javevic. That's from him. Uh, Dominic. Keep listening um, and you'll know what, what that's all about. Uh, I, 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 I you, promise how you much, it's funnier than you think it is. Dominic, how much hazardous waste do you have at your house or even at your parents' um, house? You know, I, 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 do you think you could beat I my think, mom? Uh, no. I don't think I could beat your mom in a fight or hazardous, mataste, hazardous waste material. Um, but I will okay. say. I would think it would be a pretty close bet between. Uh, um, Raymond Road and Cook Lane for hazardous waste. I like the way well, yeah. like the, the giant <laughs> golden said, scale. That's all I want to know. Uh, yeah. Cook Lane, because I mean, well, Cook Lane has, I also. I mean, I'm talking, John. I'm not talking about like your your at your house, but like the sheds and all. I mean, this is some hazardous uh, uh, ass shit. There's probably a lot of yeah. paint probably, cans from 1975. Uh, of arsenic in the ground from the apple trees used to be there. Arsenic for sure. Um, yeah, for sure. But uh, mm-hmm. I will say the thing about hazardous waste day is I actually don't celebrate it. I celebrate damn day when they open up the watch shoes at damn this Saturday. And you can walk across oh, the dam. Yeah, so that's what I'll be doing. Yeah. And dumping oil. Okay, so we're from different cultures is all you're saying. Yes. And, yeah, and that's okay. yours is wrong. Mine's right. Yeah. I celebrate household hazardous waste day. You celebrate damn day. We're different people. We probably couldn't yeah, intermingle. See, I have damn if there was an arranged marriage between me and, say, one of your sisters, um, they would say no at the church. Yeah. But we do both like eggs. Yeah. But if you did get married, you would probably get married on the dam, and you would dump a uh, half tank of motor oil uh, into the. No, 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 no. I would not do that, Joe. I would throw a car battery in the in the fucking water. Were, okay, I don't understand your culture, but I'm open to it. That's my apologize. culture. We'd throw a car battery right in the fucking reservoir. I'd rather get married the on a warm, place. rainy day in February. <laughs> so would I. Is that what I did? From yes. apparently. <laughs> Yes. Okay. I'll just check it. Was it. Like I forgot. It was like 55 degrees in middle of February, and it rained a shit ton. It's yeah, awesome. yeah, exactly. But I'd rather throw a car battery in the ocean than do that again. So okay, I... <laughs> what? Just keep going. Oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that'll be on the soundboard later. It's all about throwing car batteries in reservoirs or in oceans. If you celebrate household, household and hazardous waste day... If you're that type of person, but Dominic and his family, the Moros, are people who celebrate the opening of the dam in Clinton. <laughs> Only one day they let you the walk Clinton on Dam. If you're a Clinton Dam opener, awesome. you can I celebrate you, I, that in Clinton, where the birds fly it's, backwards. It's much more or, lovely. What are you saying? What the birds fly the, backwards? The birds What's fly that? backwards in Clinton. Yes. Oh, is that true? <laughs> this is true. Joe, I you can probably that. confirm it. You lived in Clinton. Clinton. I did. Well, I went to the, the damn day we did, like, I mean, I don't know how it long was ago. Six, it was, it was, it was uh, four or five years ago at Angela's wedding. It was the day after Angela's wedding. But anyways, wedding. we went there. It was lovely. It's fucking awesome. It lovely. Highly recommend. I'm going how many, how many birds were going the wrong direction? I don't know what that even means. Well, all the birds that were walking away from me are going the wrong direction. Am I right, mate? All these silly chicks walking away from the biggest prize on the dam. <laughs> Very good. So, guys, um, yeah, no problem, Joe. Happy you to, to give you that. Um, I'm one half of the white trash. I'm car batteries in the fucking reservoir, Dylan. <laughs> dude, Dylan, and... you're such a fucking jerk, dude. 
And We're seven minutes into carbon. He, he does this to piss me off. That's Dom who celebrates Clinton. Clinton fucking dance, and then Joe's somewhere in the fucking middle. Um, and today we're talking about the Orang Medan. Is that and, right? Uh, what? Is that right? I, I couldn't tell from the last hour and a half of conversation that's what we're talking about. But I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad you. Okay. We talk about the water, dude. Rush twenty one twelve. Uh, so fuck you! I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. So. Uh, Orang Medan uh, was the SS Orang Medan, SS, and it was right. a ghost ship in 1947. Ship. Yeah, that's what we're here to talk about today, folks. Where a lot of people got back fucked. on this high seas. We haven't talked about the seas for a while. We're big pirate guys, obviously. We, we just are. talked about the seas with car batteries. You did. No, that, <laughs> I'm talking about car the batteries podcast, in the ocean, you motherfucker. I'm talking about the car. I'm talking about the podcast. And not only do we have the paranormal coming back, we have we have ships coming back. We're on the ocean again. And that's why when, as soon as Dylan suggested this, I was like, this is fucking awesome. I'm mean, gonna get back into this ghost ship stuff. And uh, you really dig into this thing. And what the hell went on here? This is in the 1940s, uh, uh, as far as we understand. And it's the story of the uh, Obladi Obladai, or whatever it's called. Orangutan. Uh, no, it's called the Orang Medan. Orang Medan. Yeah, so what happened? It sounds like Orangutan. Is that we'll th- that there's later. some weird yeah orangutan orangutan is what I say orangutan. Um, no, it's orangutan, yeah. Orangutan, orangutan, um, and that does mean orang-madan. something. We'll get that shortly, but um, shortly. This was a Dutch Indies, which is the modern Indonesia, uh, which is in the Straits of Malacca waters, and a bunch of folks came across a random ship that was just floating around like no one was running it in 1940 1947 1948 depending on the newspaper source so we had things like number Elsevier. one uh, questionable circumstance it either happened one well, year or nine years yeah, later well but even like a really renowned still <laughs> you know like 9 11 it either happened in september 2001 or 2009 or 2008 it's hard to say i know but dude it was back then man it's all good so like <laughs> they had even... ra- they had fucking nuclear weapons <laughs> yeah I but was thinking the story was in we realized that governments can do nuclear weapons really well but they can't do fucking dick well that's the fact that, that's true. so yeah, that's true. because this is true i'm speaking facts sorry. here yeah no no i'll let you finish setting up uh that means they're boring um yeah. is that you know, so there's a couple things going on here where I feel like we can go through some microfiche of these things because Elsevier has records of it. I think we um, should break it down sound- one by one. Step one is you said they came across it. Every story I heard said they had an SOS signal go out and they went and seeking out the yeah. ship. They didn't come across it. They That's had an SOS signal, but then how does an SOS? They had an SOS signal go out, but, but anyways. But when they came a ship, across it, a ship they, they, they found well the ship aware. and then had reports of that. But an SOS signal came out first. Yes. Yes, but when they arrived, from what I hear, the ship that arrived at it, they were fully aware that the ship they was went, in They went they searching like, for it. They were like, oh, what's this? Yeah, they were looking for it actively. It's, I didn't hear any story. I've heard 10 versions of the story. No version of the story said that it was an accident. They all said they were looking for it and they found it. This, this, I don't know. This, if you yeah, no, no, no one can. Yeah, exactly. You're right. So they were looking for it and found it, and it was in okay. Elsevier's Weekly, which is not like a fucking dick town. Oh, episode what, is, what even is that? Dicktown? No, no, I know that. That's a great television show. And who oh, Elsevier is one Elsevier's of like the big... Weekly? It sounds like a newspaper. Elsevier... El, it is. Elsevier is one of like wow. the big fives back in the day. Um, okay. 
Elsevier still does uh, medical and academic journals. Like they're oh, okay. le- legit motherfucking. I was so off base. Uh, I thought you were telling me where the ship was. You're like, yeah, no, it's an no, Elsevier no, no, no. Weekly. I'm like, is that the uh, Indian Ocean? I don't know what the fuck that is. No, the Elsevier Weekly is the source of this. Gotcha. So someone wrote this for is the Elsevier Weekly source. on this. Yeah, the original source is Elsevier Weekly. Um, and uh, is, that's... Is, it, is it Spanish for the Severe Weekly? Uh, it does, it's all one word. Oh, okay. Even we... It's not spelled severe. It's E-L-S-E-V-I-E-R, and Elsevier does... Med- they're, so they're, they're a competitor to ProQuest, and to EBSCO, and to LexisNexis, and oh, Elsevier. Oh, okay, so this is, so this is like deeply big in four database company. Yeah. yeah, and and publication publication company. So it's not it's not like this came from like, you know, Dick and Joe's fucking jerk off. I don't take no orders there from the no woman. There was no blogs in the fucking 40s. blog. There was yeah. no tweeting. Yeah, it was a, it was a uh, periodical of note. Yes, exactly. So and these um, papers never made anything up and they never will. Yep. Exactly. And then it got turned on to the Albany Times on New York and they said that this 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 happened. Um all right. Let's, talk, a, let's get into the the full story before we get into the minutia because I will, I love to tear this apart with you. Sure, sure, but if sure. We get thing. into the Elsevier Weekly part. I, I mean, because I, I, I from what I know, that's not the first newspaper that picked it up. It was in London, uh, but but yeah, let's get into the story. Why don't you take us through the story, Dylan? And I'll try my hardest not to interrupt you and let you tell us the story of the Orang Madan, why it's a ghost ship, or what what happened when though when they when they can't arrive at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's get down to the story. What do you think of that? So I would love to. Or do you want me to tell us since you can't remember it and you're trying to read Wikipedia? Because I remember it. Um, oh. No, I'm remembering this from the top of my head. So cool. Uh, at some point in time, around June 1947, um, two American vessels navigating the Straits of Malacca, Malacca, which one of them was the city of Baltimore. That was the name As of the, whole. this whole city of Baltimore. Was that what they're floating? <laughs> I I wish, no, no, no. I the city of Baltimore was in the Straits of Malacca. So that's the name of the ship, <laughs> the city of Baltimore. No, 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 no. I think you got it wrong, Joe. The city of Baltimore was there. In <laughs> no, I think I got it right. The Straits of Malacca. And so was the spirit of St. Louis. <laughs> so yeah, was the spirit of St. Louis. Not the famous Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, no, no, yeah, exactly, yeah, not Charles Lindbergh and his thing. The Spears St. Louis <laughs> in the episode. city of Baltimore. That's another dead people episode. <laughs> we're, we're there at this time. Um, and and the Silver Star, nope. um, among others, passing by, picked up several distress signals from the nearby Dutch merchant ship Orang Medan, like Orangutan. Exactly. And, and a radio also, operator. I, before aboard. we keep talking about it, it's orangutan, not orangutan. Tang is the orangutan. Are you shit me? It's orangutan. No, he's talking about the animal. It's orangutan. I know, I know, but you just said orangutan. We talked about this before the podcast because <laughs> that's all the, the that's the, the animal. Right. Yeah, orangutan. Yeah. Like, oh, it's orangutan, and I said that my whole life too. It's actually yeah. Orangutan. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop no how juice. I orangutan. Yeah, yeah. I'm still gonna say orangutan. No, I'm going. Yeah, to. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm gonna let that one go, Joe. It's gonna orangutan. But just for the listeners, I'm smart and everyone else. Oh is yeah, not. hey, you're right. an orangutan. Cool. Well, I'm um, an orange monkey boy, so pretty much yeah. You are, and I love Tang. Tang was fun. You're not as strong as that. Jungle man. I remember drinking Tang when I was like four, and it was good. I had tang. So, um, tang, thanks, Joe. Orangutan. I very good. Wish it was orangutan. 
Orangutan so, or Orangmedan, am I right? Uh, that's what I'm saying. So a radio uh, operator aboard the the orangutan um, sent Oof, the following message in Morse anything. code. SOS from Orangmedan. We float. All officers, including the captain, dead in chart room and on the bridge. Probably whole of crew dead. Star, star, star. A few confused dots and dashes of Morse code later. Two words came through clearly. They were. I die. Thank you, Dominic. I die. That is haunting. Then after that chilling message, message. there was nothing more heard of. Yeah, that is pretty haunting to hear that. That's a rough SOS to hear through Morse code. Oh, shit. One of the other crazy things about it is they got this message in, then heard nothing, and they tried to figure out where it came from. And at first, they couldn't find it. They had to use, right. like, uh, fuck, I forget exactly what it was. They had these two, like, towers point in the direction to help find it. And finally, they feel like, oh, it was somewhere. Some sort of triangulation, yeah, triangulation bullshit. Shit. It was there. Finally, yeah. they were like, oh, it's somewhere in the Indian Ocean off of the shipping lanes. This isn't, like, this ship shouldn't have even been out there. Yeah, it's not approved uh, by the normal shipping situation. Yes. Uh, yeah, but yeah so I mean, that's that some haunting. That would basics. make me want to. Oh, sure. That, I was just saying, that wouldn't make me want to go search for somebody. If someone said, SOS, we need help, people are injured, I would want to go see that. It said, the SOS was, everyone's dead and I am dead too. I'd go, well, we can take your time. They're all well, dead. he didn't say I'm dead too. He said, I, I die. It's I like in uh, Monty Python and the Holy dead. Grail when Joseph of Arimathea carves his last message into it and goes, Ugh. Like what happened? He must have died. <laughs> yeah, he I, would, I would take that as uh, they're all dead, and let's not get there yeah. too fast because why did they die and all that other shit? But sorry, go ahead. Mm. Yeah, he could have. He could have. He could have been literally writing at the time, and I die wasn't like I die because it'd be like, hey, I I'm going digress. to die. Was what I would think. But he died. Yeah, we could have said. Yeah, we'll get. We'll get into how ridiculous he could have said messages and how he didn't send that. He could have been bullshit, writing but. and then died while he was writing and said. I die when I don't take no orders from no woman. <laughs> no, yeah, see, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I die is no way to say any sentence. That, I die that only was means probably what he was what trying to doing. say, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Uh, I mean, he could be an I horse scenario. Um, I horse Chivevich. He probably could have been him before his current his current affairs. I hope this guy was dumping illegally dumping. Tens of thousands of pounds of trees in a Folks, suburban Michi- East Michigan. <laughs> East Michigan. No one in the podcast has heard that yet, but yes. They have. Guys, this is a YouTube video. It's funny. They, do, do, um, do not go into it. Or they're going to hear it later. The whole conversation it, but, we but, had. But he could have said, I die because I don't take the orders from no woman. But you I'm referencing Igor Degavich, who you will see shortly. Right, so the joke is funny the third time legally it, not the first time in East Michigan. Cool. Yep. And it's mm-hmm. funny. So, Joe, yeah. you finished the story. I can't believe you keep interrupting me. Um, and uh, when the stars, oh. the Silver Star crew eventually located. I'm sorry, I forgot. The Silver Star Just is in 1947. Head. The Silver Star was another great boat. Great boat. Yeah. Great boat. They um, might take they located, they were a ship. Thank you very much. It was a ship. They located and boarded an undamaged orangutan. And in an attempt to rescue, the ship was found literally littered. Just littered 
like <laughs> the street that Igor Nevevich dumped all of his fucking wood on. This is that a big bad. payoff when people finally Dude, that see bad. Like, oh, Dude, Igor Nevevich. Devevich, Degevich, littered that street with fucking Dylan has wood, no respect for the audience. Just remember that. Your your daddy Joe is taking care dude. of you. This guy doesn't give a fuck. Dude, he's littered the fucking street. It's all about street. his little jokesies that he likes to make. Igor Devevich littered <laughs> that fucking about street. Him, wood. Baby. He's slapping and <laughs> except for Joe, 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 this isn't funny. No, it's fine. You don't care funny. about the audience. I don't care. No, this That's isn't fine. funny at all. He didn't no, litter no. the street with with wood. The um, orang medan was littered with corpses of dead right. the entire crew. people who sailors the whole yeah. crew was dead yeah. including unfortunately the carcass of a dog so yeah, that's not great um and these dead bodies are found sprawled on their backs frozen and allegedly badly frightened so they were on their back rigor mortises yeah. like, like they saw the ring with yeah. their mouth open like they saw the ring yeah exactly yeah. so even the dog was they looked, snarling they terrified. when it when it died yeah. Yeah. They all yeah, died exactly. in, a, in a position of terror and in uh, you know fear, just fully horrific situation. Yeah, they're I mean, mouths... if you show up on a boat and everyone's dead, it's got to be an awful sight yeah. to come upon. You're, you have this whole journey for hours and maybe even days to get there, and you arrive and everyone's dead, yeah. and they all look like they've they're like, seen a fucking ghost. That's seen ghosts. It almost seemed like they were like, trying to fight something off. Was, they were like... Yeah, yeah. They were yeah, like, they yeah, were exactly. Yeah. Fucking it's bad. came from what would you rather do? Would you rather work a nine to five selling fucking uh, <laughs> databases, or you you your job is to go uh, check out this shit? I'd rather be in the hood. So I'd um, rather be selling shit on the fucking CVS. Yeah, no, this sounds interesting. I'm down. I assume it's enough. interesting, um, but I like to hear about it. Not show up on a boat and be a thousand and five hundred miles away from civilization with dead bodies next to me. That sounds very uncomfortable. I uh, want to go home. A drink's a drink, Joe. You know that, right? So. I don't know how that pertains to it, but I agree. You can have a drink after you write your papers and you go, Oh, oh you want to go a, through a traumatic event this sucks. and drink after. Got it. Okay. Yes. That's exactly what I'm I get, talking about. I get what you're saying. That yeah, yeah. definitely makes a difference. It makes sure. a huge difference, actually, having a drink yeah, after I've been to a traumatic event. I, I know what you're talking about. No, no, no. no, no. Funeral's not tragic at all. Having the person with their head cut off next to you is tragic. Then you have a drink and it gets better. Um, I think, so, it's, I think it, my thing still works. Nah, I know a thing about this. Um, so, no survivors were located, and there was no signs of injury, in, injuries on any of them. Was there any signs of intercourse? Uh, uh, sir, no. those reports were quickly exhumed from the file. <laughs> those <laughs> yeah, reports were those exaggerated at best. Um, and, uh, so, that's what we got. We had a ghost ship story, and, yeah, there's a distress signal. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah we do. I thought you were done. Right. I'm not done. The ship well, oh, no, we're not there yet. We're not that's, ready for oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> where that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. You get, Joe, the way Joe, you, you get this. It. That was so, my fault. I thought you were done talking about it. That was my fault. I'm sorry. No, we'll, so, we'll go no, 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 you're right. You're, you're right. The they prepared it for they prepared for tow, and they were towing this motherfucker, and Joe was going to take it from here. No, yeah, so they actually attached the tow when they went over to meet the boat as far as i understand and they figured well we don't know what went on here but we want to do some kind of forensic investigation figure the ship out at the very least we can get the reward for salvaging well it's, the it's common practice that if you find an abandoned ship you tow it in that makes sense that way you can kind of figure out what happened but within the process of them discovering what's going on in the ship they found in the fourth uh storage quarter whatever you call it the, the 
storage room four, uh, there was a fire active, and they said, "Fuck this, we got to get out of here. We're already creeped out." The god, yeah. god Lily, no, no crew members and, of the uh, Silver Star on would fire. stay on the Aragmadan during the tow like you're supposed to. They were all like, "Fuck that, just hook it up. We're getting back on the Silver Star and going. We're not staying on that ship." All right. Well, again, we were already hearing alternate stories because the story I heard was that before they even got off, there were, it was during the tow that they started to realize that the shit's on fire, and then they disengaged the tow cable and then yes. let it. Yeah. No, I know. The, but the story I heard is when they noticed it was on fire, they were already off the Orangutan. They were just towing it. Okay. Yeah. Cause the story I heard is they they were searching the ship and they noticed a small fire, and then at that point uh. they abandoned the whole operation. But either way, these, well, these changing the stories might, fire might mean a lot. In the exact moment that they showed up, just in time for it to be exciting, and then, like a movie, it, it exploded as soon as yeah. they got off the ship. So they just exploded. Left, it exploded like, enough. They jumped the off the ship. Get airborne. <laughs> yeah. Air, well, that's airborne. what I heard. I didn't hear that. I heard the vessel, many versions of the story. Wow. Well, there's I, a lot of versions I heard of the story. The ship got out of the water with the <laughs> explosion. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know if that's possible. Of course it's not possible. It would just blow up and then sink. Yeah, okay. Anyways, the whole entire ship went to Davy Jones' locker, so unfortunately, I don't think so, through an explosion. Through an internal explosion? blows up. Have you guys... Yeah, the middle. No, you would need, you need and the other two sides would, going would, the, the whole thing would never go airborne, but parts yeah, of it. That's would. what he said. Yeah, you you, you didn't say parts of the water. Come on, you split hairs and go fuck. Jesus, goddamn! Of course, parts of the water. The whole entire top blew off. That's all out of the water. Yeah, but like there's part of the whole. Yeah, but in the internal explosion, it would push it all around, part of being down. It would stay mostly in place. Of course, the ship blew up, and the entire hull got out of the water. Lift it. I get jump. I get it off. Fifty percent of the hull can get water, not hundred percent. Fifty percent max. So we all break up like this. Because so it'll agree. break up like this, and then so it'll go down. It won't, it won't go. Yeah, Boom. And Dylan's not going to big dog. It won't do this. It's not happening. Now. But this will happen. Then it'll All right. Exist. We all agree. Cool. That was a waste of time. All right. Minutes. Just making sure that yeah. we're, <laughs> all, we're, all, uh, yep. we're all okay. Yeah, Dylan, we could have been like that the whole time if you just fucking got along with it. Come on now. That's all we said. That's all we said. Anyways, Joe, I didn't go shit, to school. The shit burned. I hate you so much. The shit burned the ground. To the water, I should say. And so, unfortunately... Because the ship, you know, exploded, jumped out of the water, Looney Tunes, and went under the sea, and the Silver Star left it behind, we can't actually research what happened on the ship. So most of this comes from tales of before, after, and the stories of the witnesses in the event and speculation. And that's what brings us here today, the story of the Orang Medan. What happened? Why was it a ghost ship? Why were they all dead? Why did they even put out the distress signal if he had time to, to uh, survive what's that all about and uh is it even real or it's a complete bullshit made up story by a ghost story kid we'll find out today on the Dylan Joe Basic Podcast after this commercial break a possible case of illegal dumping in the middle of the street made one neighbor very upset and he ended up chasing the person responsible on Detroit's east side with no luck and a big mess on his hand he called us for help Tara Edwards tells us what happened after he reached out to 7 Action News. We first introduced you to Jeff Brown during 7 Action News at 5. He witnessed a man boldly dumping large chunks of wood from a flatbed along Kalsh on Detroit's Eastside Tuesday in broad daylight. Brown says when he confronted the guy, the man took off. Brown tells us he jumped into action, got into his car and tracked down the truck. He got a license plate number and called police, but the mess remained on the street and no one had been caught. Taking action for Brown, we did some digging and found Ihor Stikevich, a Warren resident. The truck Brown described parked in the driveway. 
wood covered his yard. Stakevich claims he hit a curb and the debris accidentally fell out. It's a little illegal to leave the wood in the street, so what I'm asking is... I'm going... I mean, you don't have to ask me, and I don't take no orders from no woman, by the way. By the way, I don't take no orders from no women. Stakevich says he was planning to go back and clean up the wood, but only had $1 worth of gas. So you were saying that you were going back to clean up oh, the wood? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm Mr. Cleanup. Okay. I'm not Mr. Clean. I'm Mr. Clean Up. Somebody said and that I live in Warren and I'm cleaning up Detroit. Go figure that one out. But somebody said that they tried to yell at you to come back and you kept going. And it then must have been a woman, and I don't listen to women yelling. I tell them to shut up. While he was quite offensive with his answers, Dukevich maintains he just wants to help people remove chunks of wood from their property. I lift them all by myself with nobody else's help. Old guys, disabled guys, black guys, white guys, Polish guys, Ukrainian guys, and Guys from Mars also. Oh, okay. Oh, Mar okay. From, from Mars? From Mars. Yeah, that's where I'm from, Mars. And police are investigating what exactly happened out here and whether Sakevich is responsible or whether he'll face any charges. On Detroit's east side, Tara Edwards, 7 Action News. <laughs> so... Hey guys, welcome back to the What are you doing? No. It didn't start yet. You see the Jesus. numbers, you bitch? Fucking you see them, right? It Am I the only the numbers? Right it goes now. five, four, three. Oh my god, two, dude. It goes one. five, four, zero. I'm in. I'm seeing all five numbers. I'm seeing no one all else five is. numbers. I'm seeing I'm all seeing, numbers. I'm not seeing shit, dude. So, well, guys, welcome back to the Dylan Joe Basin podcast. We're a bunch of fucking assholes who mm -hmm. can't stop fighting. I hate you. And, and Joe <laughs> hates me. I hate him. And I'm going to get in a fight with Dom. I'm gonna choke out Dom. We just and talked I'm about break, Cherokees for half an hour. I'm gonna break Joe's headphones. I'm this is Dylan. easily gonna be our. Oh Jesus! Christ. That's Joe. All right, that's I need to Dom. Uh, Today we're back. talking about the Orang Medan. Dylan just dropped a huge piece of information that we've been leading up to for an hour before we even started. So that's cool. Why wouldn't cool. you do that right now? Yeah. Why not, dude? It's a ghost Go ahead. Ship. What, what's the what's it what's it stand for? Because now now we're getting into it. Yeah, dude. This makes sense. Orang Medan. Orang means uh man of man of and medan is a town so he's like the man of the town no it means it, it's a name of it it's not, it's like man of boston not man of the town it's a man from oh, medan's medan. the the town itself it's like yes. man of medan orange <laughs> massachusetts yes another yes. good example Except like medan boston. is orange no you're thinking no. mandarin <laughs> <laughs> still no Slow down. Medan, picture it being the name Boston or Salem. Oran, Salem. Oran, Boston. Yeah, man of Boston. Like yes. man of orange. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, yes. but the orange part isn't the first part. It's the second part. Yes. Yeah. Even though yeah. the, the, the yeah, word okay. sounds All right, like cool. orange. Yeah, got that. I did go to school. Okay. I got it. I thought so, you didn't go to school. Earlier in this episode, I didn't go to, did go to school. <laughs> now you went to school. It's all depending on whatever. I went back and forth to school for a bit, but I did graduate high school, so it's really awesome. the most That's important. So, it's thing. so cool and important. That is actually, uh, although Joe has the highest education of all of us, we all graduation wise. I don't know about that. Me and Joe, I think are tied, dude. I think I have a little more time than you, but I don't know about that. What year did you quit? I did two years. <laughs> 
I did two full years. Then I quit. What year did you fully quit? That's going to tell us what happened. And I, and I did. And my second year, I didn't have. I didn't do like half a semester. Joke like one class. Like I did two full years, and then I dropped out. A drama? Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so I did. I did half of that of math. So you did two years of drama. I did half of math. Dude, I had two years classes the entire time. I did science, philosophy, theater, history. Like I did everything. I'm smart, dude. How smart? We need to figure this out. I'm not saying it was smart. I'm just saying I think that your second year in college, you like were at home, like chilling, being like, I can't really come in today, like you know, your entire life. And then I was like always having to be there. I can't come in. Living on campus. Me and Joe and Jeff fucking drink ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
Going off of Chad GBT 4.0. Fuck <laughs> off. Well, here I don't, a, I don't I don't want to rant about stigma. AI three episodes in a row. We're not going to. We're not going to. But here's the other point of that I want to say is that all the information that I've heard from sources are all from newspapers. Uh-huh. There's no records on any well, international I will say, the only, shipping. Uh, the closest thing to like an actual record is apparently uh, May of 1952, the U.S. Coast Guard put out a report about what happened. Which but is was, approximately 12 years still, after the incident. No, 1952. Yeah. The, the it happened in 1947. That's a different version I heard, 1947. I heard 1940, 47, 48. Oh, see, Dylan and I have been going off of 47, 48 the whole time. Okay. That's what he 47, said 48, and 50. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. That, to but, me, uh, that sounds more accurate because most of the stories cluster around three years, which is not yeah, how real stories do, but it's how fun stories do. And it's yeah. within a three-year, four-year period. It, you know, it happened. But there's no there's and, no record of that name on any shipping manifest. Nope. And they have an international there's a, there's log. A theory, there's a good theory on that, though. Have you heard that theory? On, well, on, let me finish talking, okay, then you yeah, can do, refute me. There's an international shipping manifest of all large shipping uh, container ships or any major ship. It's never been listed. That name's never been listed anywhere. And also, it's never been any track on any kind of records of naval ships, merchant ships. There's, it's nowhere. Yeah. It's nowhere until you hear didn't, a new didn't story. Didn't come through any ports? No ports, nothing. And then the, the Coast Guard mentions it. I mean, even if we say it's 1949, three years after it happened, they go, oh, yeah, this, is, this happened. And they didn't be clear they didn't mention it in a report it was the coast guard published an article about the safety protocols in ships and then they mentioned that as part of like the safety protocols and learning how to you know be more reactive and communicative they never said in that the coast guard never said here's the log of the orang medan here's what happened they just said oh here's a story but we heard about this and they acted like it was real but they heard it three years ago in newspapers so i don't know what that's hard evidence yeah. for it happening uh, well, one of the theories I heard for uh, why there was no record of the ship was, and I hope I'm not jumping too far ahead here, was that it was part no, of you're, a, you're jumping a, in the exact amount ahead, if I can guess um, what you're a saying. A smuggling yeah. operation, and it was, it was a ship with a previously known name, and once they went out, they hastily changed the name of the ship, like painted over the name, painted a new name on it, so that there was no record of it. They didn't want it to be a trackable ship, but they weren't expecting to all die in the process of moving this cargo. Yes. And I think that Dom is on something here, Dylan. I don't know if you heard. He is. I think that that is why there's no record of it. Not because it didn't exist, but because they didn't want to be on record. Well, yes, that brings up a real important topic, Joe. Appreciate that. Um, Is that. Also, uh, I love you, by the way. I just wanted to say I love you. Love you too, dude. Big fan. Big fan, big fan of both of you guys. You guys are both. Ditto. You guys are both so fucking hot and so fucking cool oh, that my pants can't even stay on. Just like when I was at like the when masseuse. someone's massaging your ass, <laughs> and they were pushing my butt down, and I was getting a boner, and they put me over, and I said, "No, I'm not. I'm not type of guy. I'm not no, doing this." No, no. You guys are awesome. I love you guys too. So, uh, hell yeah. All right, what you were saying was. So what I was saying is that there's something more to this Definitely. is that there's not a lack, a lot of records of the ship mm-hmm. and that's cool. You know, it's all good, it's pretty but um, why are there not a lot of records of the ship? And they think that since this is 1947, which is the first mm-hmm. real thing here is that there the was, the Cold War. 
post-World War II. Uh, no, no, no. Actually, nothing to the Cold War, Joe. That's a good oh, assumption, yeah. but it's not a thing. So what they're thinking is is that um, during the actual World War II, the Japanese were very similar to the Nazis in human experimentation. Almost like they were on the same side. Just like the bird. Do you guys know who the bird is? Um, I believe it was Michael Keaton. The word. Good question. Good guess, Dom. Uh, the bird is the word. Joe, appreciate that. Do you guys know who the bird is? Who's oh, Larry a Japanese bird. guy. No, never heard of him. Nope. All right. So in the book, The Unforgiven? Metallica. The Metallica song? Um, it might be The Unforgiven. It's a Metallica song, and you're right. No, there's a book called The Unforgotten, Unforgiven, and whatever the fuck. It's Angelina Jolie's neighbor in the L.A. Hollywood area, who was a B-24 or B-25 pilot who got shot down over the Pacific, and uh, he got brought into a Japanese concentration camp, and the bird was the shitty Hitler of the time who abused the fuck out of them in concentration camps. And what so happened like more of a Mangala situation or something like that. Like obviously he wasn't Hitler. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So like Pol Pot. Uh, well, yeah. So you could, Joe, can you name other Nazi uh, uh, um, leaders? Nope. Cause you mentioned Mangala. What else yeah, you got? Um, uh, How many Nazis Himmler, do you know off the top of your head? Himmler, Let's go. Himmler, Clock's ticking. Heinrich, Heinrich Hitler. Let's give you another one. Himmler. Yeah. Nice. Dom, I, I, I don't know any. I only know Hitler. Hugo Stiglitz. Hugo Stiglitz, nice. But he was a, knows the story of he Hugo turned Stiglitz. back. Hugo Stiglitz, Heinrich Fuck Himmler. You, I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. Nah, you guys are doing great with your Nazi. I don't know any. Uh, I don't know met- any Nazi people. Uh, I know Hitler. That's the only. What name you're I know saying is there was a like a, a concentration camp style scientist guy who was you know experimenting or whatever. Things. But that wasn't his Hitler. name was Hitler the bird. The bird. Go by the bird. He went by the bird. His nickname was the and, bird. And this guy, uh, yeah, exactly. He went by the bird, and it was shitty. Oh, Joseph and, Goebbels. I got, I got oh, nice. Joseph Goebbels. Yeah, Joe. Top notch. Joe Joseph Goebbels was he one knows, of the best of the so shittiest humans who have ever lived on this entire planet besides. Also, Hans Zola. And Hans Zola. Uh, yeah, terrible shit dolls, shit bags. Um. No, the whole point is that just like Joseph Goebbels, all those fuckers, they all did the same thing that the fucking bird did. The bird bird was in Japanese concentration camps where they had American POWs and they beat the shit out of them. Yeah, John McCain was there, right? John McCain was there in Vietnam. Yes, (laughs) not in World War II. But um, they did the same thing and that type of thing. So that's... Come on, you got this. Tie it back to what you were saying before. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know you have it. You got it. I do. So the <laughs> ship, our favorite ship right here, the orangutan, hey. was <laughs> was possibly transporting evidence or chemicals that did shit. Because okay. when now when the bird who was, you know, beating the shit people, they would record this. Like, hey, if we expose humans to sulfuric acid their balls explode or they get rashes or they get, uh, you know, whatever. Or we drop this in their eyes and all of a sudden we have visine. This happened. 
basically um, like um uh what do you call it biological chemical warfare chemical, warfare. chemical warfare great there's Dead Kennedy song by the way or whatever it is so that's what happened here so they were thinking that our friend the orangutan the boat was transporting in 1947 um under the cia under the some CIA. bullshit yes yeah some bullshit that is not I want to able to be tracked like hey we've got <laughs> records we've got records of bullshit coming through here that we don't want people to know about but yes. we got chemicals we want people to know about mm-hmm. and we've got projects we don't want people to know about joe so right. we're gonna bring those through here unlisted boat smuggling operation unlisted boat smuggling things for the cia yeah. And there's much yeah. people on here who don't even know what's going on. Well, so that's how that then, goes. So I think that's the a very thing good about what, uh, what Dylan's talking about precisely is, uh, like, you know, yes, Germany and Japan were very much into uh, human testing, chemical warfare kind of stuff during World War II. And uh, I mean, the main reason why we won World War II is because we got German scientists to defect over to the U.S. And the main reason. After the war, they were like, you know, we were doing Einstein. a lot of this chemical stuff. And the U.S. military, the U.S. was like, "All right, well, what were you doing? Like, we're working with specifically chemical X, potassium cyanide, chemical X, and potassium uh, cyanide, other famously cyanide's called, old. This that's an old deal, Dom. Well, Dylan, a lot of the stories I've heard, there was so almost certainly cyanide on the ship, potassium yes. cyanide. The chemical. Hitler." Kill himself with cyanide, but yeah, that but wasn't wait, a can mass. I, can I finish talking? Can I finish talking? It's it's not that they were. Everything it was, has to be a new. Okay. Joe, let Dom finish talking. Thank you, Joe. Um, <laughs> basically, whether it's new chemicals or old, the Germans were doing more research than anyone else at the time. So we were like, we were like, well, let's talk to the the German scientists we have now. What research were you doing? Oh, you're working with this chemical. Cyanide wasn't commonly used in a war setting. And they were like, well, what if we could find a way to use it in a war setting? So it was uh, most likely that the U.S. was smuggling out of Germany because they had inside people there. Oh, I think it was sorry, the sorry, States sorry, States. sorry. Not from Germany. It was coming from Japan because that's why it would go to the Indian Ocean. Yeah. Um, but the U.S., well, and that's why the Coast Guard ship was the first to get there to see what was going on. Is because oh. the U.S. government yeah, was involved. No, I thought it was they the Silver Star, which is a British get... ship. The Silver Star is the first to arrive on the scene, not the Coast Guard. I thought the Silver Star. I'm from what? Oh, maybe I was wrong, but from I don't the way think I they under... name the U.S. Coast Guard ships cute names like the Silver Star. I think they name it S one hundred two X one X one S. That's right, Joe. Probably. I don't yeah. know. Well, from the way I understood, it's the not story, a battleship. The story they don't I read Missouri, was, they call it was an American P-102. ship that went to it to investigate the. I'm not saying you're wrong. Again. I'm saying the entire story is is a t- game of. Television. It's all made up. <laughs> anyway, yeah, <laughs> we're all right because we've all yeah. heard that what we heard. You know, say you're wrong, but you're, the entire story is uh, wrong. But uh, <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying you're stupid and you're bad at talking. Uh, Joe, do you have a theory on uh, what they were, well, why or why they were so hidden before I go into? Uh, linking okay. the chemicals to what happened sure yeah well, no I, my theory is is pretty similar to you i didn't hear a story about the german chemicals or the japanese chemicals all that i understood was that they were transporting nitroglycerin sulfuric acid and potassium cyanide which are three big no-nos for moving around at all and, are three and sulfuric acid 
He said that. I I said all three of those. Just making sure. Yeah. Yeah, why bother listening? Which is to which is another podcast. reason why you had to have a, a fake name under the ship is because they wouldn't allow that stuff to pass the report. Exactly. I'm sure you're about to say yes. that. I'm sorry. But. Yeah. No. No. It's all good. But yeah, that's that, what I was I mean, gonna say, Dom. <laughs> okay, Joe. So anyway, yeah, so that's what they were transporting from what I've heard from my stories and shit like that. But yeah, that's, that would be, again, like Dom said, that's why you want to keep it quiet. And it's also three things that can kill you if you fuck it up. And they're all on one ship together, which I would say, why not spread them out? You know, make three trips. But but at the same time, the, the desperation of the trip seems like they wanted to ship them all at once and really pack them in. And these guys, I hope, got paid a lot of money because they were, in, they were basically doing the uh Do the you think they got movie. the money? When they have to drive the Jeep full of nitroglycerin through the, the Amazon, and then it's like every bump is about to explode. It's like oh, yeah. they, I mean, they didn't get the money. Well, but imagine dangerous. Imagine trip. how fucking scary it was to be like, oh, well, like obviously though, there's the pilot that flew the atom bomb to Nagasaki. It's like, yes. yeah, but what about the pilot that flew out. it from Arizona close to Japan? <laughs> yeah, we've been on the podcast before. There was a pilot that flew it That's to North point, Carolina, John. and it fell out of the plane, and it's still there. Mm-hmm. And Pennsylvania and, and Pennsylvania. Spain and Georgia, yeah, I mean, right? It happens. <laughs> yeah. Every that just shows you how much they're moving aero these bombs. On if that many fell, they're moving them like every fucking day, basically. If that, if dude, SAC, dude, Strategic Air Command after the B twenty nine got retired, every single mission they ever went on had four thermonuclear bombs, and they'd fly close it's to Russia, insane. and they'd just be chilling on it. It's crazy. But anyway, so that yeah, that's what my, my take is the same thing. Where it's like yeah. I don't know what country it came from, but it was clearly an undercover operation. That's why they couldn't ask for help until it was too late. That's why they weren't listed on any manifest, and that's why they already had the means to kill themselves on board the ship. It didn't come from outside the ship. The oh, do you do you think they killed themselves on the, the ship? House. Huh? Do you think they killed themselves on the ship? I think they were killed on the ship. Okay, oh, I, thought, I thought you said kill. Okay, okay. By cargo. No. Yeah, I'm by saying the they, cargo, they weren't yeah. raided by pirates or aliens or spirits. They're, the ship killed them through what their cargo yes. was. But uh, okay. my, my, my favorite you know, kind of theory on it is they were not killed by the chemical, chemicals you're thinking of. Okay. Because one of the, the main – and again, I know we keep saying this. It's all, this is in, this entire story is speculation. The thing That's about fake. potassium cyanide is when it gets into the gaseous form – it stays. It doesn't uh, dissipate. dissipate. It, it but it can. Stays it, for a but long it's time. still your affect your body if you inhale it versus ingesting it. I imagine it's yes, in your bloodstream will do the same the thing. The famous right? thing about cyanide is it kills you quickly, painlessly. There's no reason for the no, men pain, to be uh, quickly like and painfully. It's it's painful. Yeah, it's painful. It's dude. very quick, but it's very painful. Yeah, it it ex- it excretes the water it's, it, from it's your cells. I love inter- not internet good. information because I've always <laughs> thought the quick part is kind of accurate, but the bad part dumb. is painless. Hey guys, another thing Ooh, we used to do for a podcast is that the best way to understand what potassium cyanide does is not through Hitler, like you would think. That's what you would think, but you would wrong. think always Hitler is through the Chicago Clip it. Tylenol murders. Oh, and we had talked oh, about them at the time. cyanide as well. And the only yeah. reason that when you have uh, a security tinfoil on your yeah. Tylenol, your Advil, your fucking Viagra, whatever you guys are doing, is Seal. because of Seal the Chicago cyanide Tylenol murders. 
And, and if you listen to Dylan Joe Basement Podcast episode, uh, what's the Basement best Podcast? You'll learn about that, and we went over that story in that episode. So please look. It we up did. So about. is that is is that cyanide is not like a I'm gonna take cyanide then die. It's like no, all your cells excrete all their water, and bad. you die like SpongeBob in season two, episode six, when he's going. Yeah, it's bad. All of them recently. No, the game where Mario is going up the ladder. No, because every because that fun spot sucks, Joe. That's not the one, dude. That that fun spot, Donkey Kong and Super Mario Bros. are taken. Can you can we get on the same page? We've been off the same page all night. I said he said I never played any Donkey Kong game. I said but you played the game Donkey Kong, which is not a Donkey Kong game. You go, Joe. That's not the best one, dude. I didn't say it was the best anything. I was trying to figure out if you played a Donkey Kong. Oh, uh, yeah. I, so, I apologize. Never played it. I've never played a Okay. You know, I'm it sorry, too. I'm sorry to be so harsh on you. I, I just feel like we're, like, off the I just, page. I just, are you off eating, pace, I just feel like Donkey Kong games? Country 1 and then 2 and 3 are, like, are the best. so good. But you, all, you weren't saying that. You, you weren't saying that. You were just saying, "Hey, Dom, you must have played this." And I oh, said, I will say. I, okay, I maybe this might clear it up a little bit. We didn't have a Nintendo system until the Wii came out. We always yeah, had you, PlayStation. You had a PlayStation, I think. We yeah, had so a PS1, really. then we had a PS2, and but, then we got the Wii. We you never didn't had the NES. So which, you, you as didn't a, play as Super kids, Mario we, Brothers. We didn't play those when we were kids. We were uh, old. Your like, parents I was, did I was own probably like that. 9 or 10 the first time I ever played that. That's pretty crazy. Your that parents never, had that before you were born, and they were like, that's just ours. That's just for us. We played Well, because they didn't play it. It was like in the attic. Like, they forgot about it. Don't forget. They had the Duck Hunt gun, too. The Duck Hunt. Oh, yeah. I think they had that. They got Joe that, had the duck gun. They sure. got that as a wedding present, then went on their honeymoon, oh, and sprayed. all the Collins and Maros went to their house and played it while my parents were in Niagara Falls. So sick. <laughs> That's great, because it is a shitty honeymoon gift. Here, play video games. <laughs> like, we're not going to be doing that. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. We still no, have it, and the, the thing still that. works. Also, of course I should have Niagara Falls on the U.S. side, but I also fucking love it. I can't Never back. Basically, any anywhere you've ever been that's fun, I haven't been. Florida. Florida. I'm Except sorry. for that, that. that was a I, I did I did a Dominic thing where I immediately tried to shit on your point. That was a Dominic move. I shouldn't have done that. No, but go to Niagara Falls, dude. Like, actually, I feel like I feel like the so like my it's just so Maybe you guys the Canadian know. side. Didn't you say the Canadian side? Is since better, we're like... since we're we're all brothers here. Yeah. Um, my favorite place to hang out in the entire world besides here. Where I'm from with you guys and that type of thing is Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha, Nebraska. I right, love Omaha, Nebraska more so, than I just I just threw my beer can towards my trash can from here and I missed. It bounced off of the oven and landed. Oh, sorry. 
like that. <laughs> Holy <laughs> goddamn shit. Dude. I wish you would have got that all. No, 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 no. This is worth. No, this is worth. We a had to address it. That's, I don't want to leave Dylan's point. That's but seriously. That needs to be addressed big time. That's a big deal. That was so wow. cool. Oh, wow. Right, and for the audio listeners, Dylan, please continue. But Omaha, Nebraska, because I remember you calling. Yeah, you calling Dom just Nebraska? threw a beer. Oh, this is, re- this is up, being and it makes no sense. I didn't know that. I oh, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. no sense. Dom just, just threw a bush light. I didn't, no, it's bush. <laughs> oh, sorry. Not light. Bush heavy. Standard bush. Bush heavy. Bush heavy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, right down, it's right in the middle between a Bud Light and a Budweiser. It's 4.3, not 4 or 5, like a Budweiser yeah. and a Bud Light. Okay, so wow. he threw a bush oh. heavy and it landed straight up. Yeah, it was fucking No, awesome. but I was saying, is my, Dom, I'm not trying to be this, like, sorry. I've been to a bunch of places, and my favorite place to be is Omaha, Nebraska. Right. Yeah. I absolutely love Omaha, Nebraska way miles more than San Diego. Wow. Is it one of those Athens, things though? Greece, or also where you're like then fucking if someone like Munich, Germany. Like, like, I love Omaha. For it, you're like, I'm not gonna get mad that you're giving me crap for it because I still love it. Because that's me with Madison, Wisconsin. Yes. Yes. And I love I I went to some random ass place in Wisconsin and I love it too. Um I love the weird dude and Athens isn't weird. Uh Munich's not Very weird. Cool. It is whatever it is, but there. But Omaha, Nebraska, is so fun. Hell yeah, so fun, dude. Uh, great comedy club there, Omaha Funny Bone, one of the best funny bones. Really, in the no shit. Yeah, I've never Omaha been. I just know next that. Each other. Like I really had a good say. time there. Like I love those those towns and cities. So don't think you're not worldly because you haven't been to fucking Niagara Ice Falls. Years. You know, fuck it, dude. Like yeah, you're Munich or whatever. Like it's it it doesn't fucking matter at all. If you're with bad company, the whole time our, uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it tracks with our like our, our like sensibilities that you'd be like the most famous place in the world would not be our favorite place. Like we all love you know Taj Mahal, rock and roll. But like if we went to Paris, we might not like it as much as Omaha, Nebraska, because our sensibilities are different and we have different tastes. We can enjoy. Yeah, ourselves. and Omaha, Nebraska is who I am as a person. There you so go. that's why I like it the best. And um, I could be the Taj Mahal, which I love. You know, well, to have you think been about. to Taj Mahal? No, no, I haven't. Oh, I, I, um, I, was, I was like, I don't remember. No, I have I have. I mean, no, I've never been. He's in a India, pretty like, great musician. Middle East. Um, I've been in Middle East, people, but right? like, you go there and you're like, this is this is cool, but like, like my thing is, I love Niagara Falls as a city on the United States side because it's almost like Omaha, Nebraska, and at a, at a great shit time, hole. and yeah, total shithole, and um. And With my grandparents, my grandparents were on their honeymoon there, you know, like it was cool and whatever it is. But I like the fact that I got up there and go, hey, uh, all right. So that's it. Um, anyways, you guys want to get a drink? Uh, <laughs> like that's, that's the type of place about. it is. Dylan, you go there, you about. see it and you go. Nice. Cool. Let's, uh, Dylan, have you ever let's seen, get a drink now. Have you ever seen what? the movie Canadian Bacon? Yes, I have with John Candy. Yeah. Did you see that, you son of a bitch? Because that, that's the perfect movie <laughs> to show the difference between Niagara Falls, New York, and Niagara Falls, Canada. And oh, really, it's a both, big difference. Both versions yes. of it, both th- their New York side is completely wrong, and their Canada side is also completely wrong, and it's great. Yes. Yeah. Also, no, complete, completely yeah. right. John exactly Candy, that. Rhea Perlman, where can you go wrong? Yeah, you can have a yeah, like. I I really I really liked the American side, but it's it's just Detroit. It's Detroit with a giant waterfall. 
And also, and when Dylan walked in there, two people walked up to him and they went like this. No, I'm not, motherfucker. You fucking accuser. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking accuser. Um, you motherfucking accuser. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Which I think was very it nice. It sounds said. so good. He was trying to appreciate the not your falls in this fucking... Sorry, Dylan. Go ahead. That, that is the false that to you. Accuser. Yeah, they you're right, dude. That, to you. that was that no. Was you're right. So no, but you're I not, like you're those not places. A bad tourist. You can like, you'll see go everything there, you'll, ever. You'll make friends. Sorry. Go ahead. You'll make, dude. You'll absolutely make. Niagara Falls is an easy place to make friends. It's a blue absolutely. collar. Place. And you're a friendly guy, so I don't know why people would talk to you like that. And so even rude. better, honestly, Niagara Falls is great, but you drive a half hour to Buffalo and you get a good city hey. right there. I've never heard anyone say that Buffalo is good. Uh, it's better than Syracuse. Me. Except for me. Oh, no, you're right. Syracuse is what I was thinking of, not Buffalo. Yeah, no, Buffalo Syracuse, is the good one. Syracuse is full of frat boy, white, fucking rich dicks. Yeah, my cousin. Buffalo <laughs> is got its hard side, but it's like a giant Salem mass. And um, I had some of the best food I've ever had in my life in Buffalo. Were the wings? Was the Buffalo wings? Nope, those were I got buffalo wings from the original buffalo wing place. And Joe, did I bring some to you too? I brought I brought I brought no, $60. I would remember that. Buffalo oh. chicken is that's my favorite food. I w- I would remember that. Oh, you remember that. All right. So I I spent $60 on two boxes of buffalo wings from the original buffalo ring location. I drove Holy there out of my way shit. to get them. You I spent 60 bucks to get them. And uh, and it was severely let down. There was almost no sauce on them. First so, of all, you're paying sixty dollars for buffalo wings, no matter how good they taste. And second of all, the sauce is the boss. The sauce is they the boss, up the sauce? Dominic. They let you down big time. Dude, dude they were dry the whole time. I and wouldn't say that's an indictment. They had it. They had it in Dry County. Joe, this was in your commercials, dude. Like we, we, you knew I was there. I love when I can get up. No, I'm just saying that I don't. That is Joe instead of a laugh. I think I think that that restaurant let you down big time, man. It let me down big time. I went there when they opened, and it was I was there like, oh, I'll get wait. You were there for the get two boxes. I I went there for the. I went to the. Everyone knows the best time you eat at a restaurant is is when you're waiting at the door when they open up. That's when they have their best shit. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, Joe's got that right. Yeah, hey, you guys. (laughs) I've worked restaurants, and the best time to get the food is when they're not even ready to serve it yet. And yeah, when they're just angry and hungover still. that's the best. That's when they do their best work. You get it? They open it. 1130 well, somewhere around there. We have to drive from Buffalo, New York to Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah. 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 Exactly. They'll understand that. It's on the board. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm driving to Boston. Can you open? Can you give me my food quicker? If you don't mind. None of us give a shit one fuck. Yeah. They couldn't give less of a shit if they had their pancreas removed. Yeah. Now we don't care even more that you. Oh, yeah. cool. We have a four hour drive from here, a six hour drive. Go fuck oh, yourself. Oh, so sorry for you. I'm withdrawing yeah. from meth right now. My girlfriend's half so, pregnant. Exactly. Half so if you guys, if, anyways, if anyone goes to Buffalo, just a heads up. I mean, we're gonna continue on with our actual podcast. No, 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 no. this is important. But if you I guys, if this. you guys go to Buffalo, fuck that place. Go to Mister Sizzle. Mister Sizzle. Go to Mister Sizzle and get yourself a nice burger and get a chocolate milkshake, and then you can get the Mister Sizzle. Sizzle. That sounds cute. Mr. Sizzle Beer, which is associated with a local brewery. That's what I made Airbnb. Oh, it's like a micro really, brewery. Is, is the oh, yeah, yeah, I was really happy with like, that. It was a Mr. Sizzle Burger, Beer, and Chocolate Milkshake. And that was what's up. And Buffalo was a great, great city to go on vacation to. 
Like I, I really think a enjoy burger, it. a beer, and a chocolate milkshake in Buffalo, New York, might be the most American order I've ever heard of. Because you think it'd be yeah, like, and New it was York good, City dude. Pizza, I'd be like, nope. Burger, no, beer, it was Buffalo, it was New York, good as hell, that's dude. Fucking American as hell. No, nah, Buffalo, dude. Buffalo has phenomenal food. Their burgers are great. Their beers are great. Their milkshakes are great. Like, and same with Niagara Falls. I enjoyed the food in Niagara Falls. Um, it is what it is. Um, it's yeah. worth those little trips. Those little trips are really, really fun. Big fan. All right. So, anyways, let's get back to the podcast. All right. So, I want to talk about uh, a theory that I read about where it wasn't potassium cyanide on the ship that caused Ooh, the problem. Because I think okay. you might be okay. right, my friend. It was it. this chemical called, I hope I know how to say it right. I don't know if it's... Me too. It's either Tabun or Tabun. T-A-B-U-N. And it's a... Fos- it's a face... Did I, didn't say, did I not say it right either of the times? Is no, that no, what just happened? I, I, no, said I it right think the it's first called Tabun. I've heard of it Tabin. before. Yeah, I think it's called Yeah, Tabin, it's, a, yeah. it's a phosphorus-based nerve agent that the Germans yeah. developed during World War II and were sharing it with Japan. The Germans. The Germans. Uh, and then that fits the whole timeline of, oh, well, it's, that's Germany sharing this newer chemical that isn't potassium cyanide with the Japanese. And we get the German science to tell us about it. We're having a shipment from Japan sent over. That's why it's going through the Indian Ocean. Okay. Uh, but one of the main things that I talked but about But how does it before, happen? Like, how does it, like, obviously they didn't open the valve and go bottoms up. Well, from my understanding, it's the same theory for why the potassium cyanide mm-hmm. happened, where it's There's some kind of seawater got into the cargo hold. Okay. And I don't know the whole science. The, the listeners it, haven't heard this theory yet, so please flush it out for us. Uh, honestly, from what I, the video I watched for the research on this, they didn't dive too much into it. Basically, they're saying that the well, sea the seawater got we into are the, video. the cargo hold. We're creating content. Here. And the seawater itself seeping into the crates or whatever that is, it, that's what activated the chemicals. <laughs> I hope it wasn't a crate full of. <laughs> A crate full of fucking of gas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, um, but the reason why the the Taben lines up better than the cyanide is it's a oh this is what I was trying to say earlier low persistence, meaning it dissipates quickly. So okay, which makes sense when you show up on the ship, it's already the gas is already it's gone. It's fine. There's no you're not going to. That's why you feel no you need from that. It. And so yeah. it makes much more sense than the cyanide, plus it being a and newer chemical. And does it chemical. not leave any... Um... Sorry, it's, sorry. It's, it's odorless. It's tasteless. Colorless. Colorless. Every... Oh, sorry, actually, no, it's not odorless. It's tasteless and colorless, but it gives off a slight fruity scent. That is horrifying. Because Just like that's why I thought okay. before you, you smell it, and you're like, oh, that smells good. Yeah! And you fucking like die. that, just like that, yeah. And That's how so, it goes. And, it's, and honestly, it whether it was cyanide or tabin, which I know cyanide, you always think of it as like a liquid or a capsule kind of thing, not I think a it gaseous is like form. A solid capsule you chew down on, yeah. The gaseous state of tabin makes much more sense for why I was like, oh, everyone's dead. Or not even that. It's like I know the captain and officers are dead. I'm pretty yeah. sure the crew is dead. Yeah. I'm still alive because it hasn't gotten into my chamber yet. But you start like, well, now I die. 
That is interesting. You know the speed at which it occurs too, because a lot of chemical weapons you die, or you at least are affected so fast that you don't have time to react. It's like things like nerve gas yeah. or Zyklon B. This is all in episodes of Dylan J. Podcast, oh, best poison. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you die so fast you'd be able to react to it. But this this does track with the horrified look on their face, the death of the entire crew, and also the dissipation, which Dom mentioned, because. A lot of these stories go, oh, there could have been some kind of gaseous thing. But then when the Silver Star shows up and they walk in there, they should die too. But not if the gas dissipated mm. already. And if it wasn't right. between the fire starting, people arriving, it's a very short window. If it was a ghost ship for 10 years and then they show up and they go, what happened here? There's skeletons and I don't know what happened. But there was a fire. So that must have been a very short window between the gas activating and the fire starting because the bodies aren't decomposing to the point of disfigurement, and there's a fire, which means the chemicals haven't been released yet. So it, there's a very tight window for the story to actually be accurate and work. Yes. And Tabin might be the key to this, to be like, it's a fact acting, but not too fast, and it's a fast dissipating to uh, clear out the ship. Uh, it's an interesting theory. I never heard that one yet. Yeah, it could be, but it could be also other unsecured hazardous materials. And I want to hear all about it. Yeah. So, um, it could have been involved in smuggling operations. Yeah, already said that. Chemical substances Definitely. such as, again, we mentioned potassium cyanide, or but more specifically, nitroglycerin, because you guys are forgetting the I fact did that, that earlier, man. once no. the silver star started towing this part. motherfucker, yeah, the, the fire that it blew started. up. Did you not yeah. listen to like an hour ago? I mean, we I talked about this five I, minutes ago. No, yeah. I, no, that's the whole point. Is I'm bringing it back up. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. The way you're mentioning it, you're saying you no, said, no, this no, isn't new. You, this is not new information. I'm saying is that we didn't say it, but we no, because we're no. You guys already said this, but we're wrapping into like the full blown. Okay, gotcha. Conclusion of this. No, I knew this. So like, hell yeah. Um. So we knew that like that. This is that we're on the Japanese side of the bullshit, and that the Japanese stored a lot of bullshit in China. Definitely. And they might have been transporting this on this ship because it was in the strait of whatever the fuck. And yeah, Malacca. Good. Malacca. Um, but I did hear so, some the story where one of them is in the St. Uh, uh, Bart Islands and one was in the Philippines. So like, there's different versions. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm looking at the Philippines here. So like, I'm going to stick with the one In the cargo hold, said. we've got a lot of things that are, you know, half are, you know, depending on what you think, Nazi bullshit. The other are Japanese. They're both in the Axis power. It's both fucked. So bad guys, as we say. Yeah, exactly. In, in the shitty so, version of history we teach the second graders. It's yeah. also a Good shitty time for regulatory things, and crew members could could be succumb to potential asphyxia and or poisoning due uh-huh. to the lack of preventative measures with serious chemicals. So um, that has to do with nitroglycerin, though? Because I don't think nitroglycerin... It does, because if water hits nitroglycerin, if they're transporting nitroglycerin because the chi- they're trying to remove it from the from China to go okay. put in... Well, how does that where? affect the uh, the breathing? I just don't know. Uh, um, so, if, if so, so nitroglycerin could have been part two, is that... If water hits nitroglycerin, glycerin, it creates fire. Yeah, it will explode. So yeah, it's when they tow, yeah. so they 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 towed it, and then well, if you shake nitroglycerin's unstable, so if you shake it, it blows yeah, up. This is this is all. But water this, also but does a similar thing. Asphyxiate. Um, because so, their bodies well, weren't in shreds. So you have they carbon monoxide. You have a mustard gas type of thing. You have whatever it is. Nitroglycerin just could be in part two. They could have just this could have just been like a. 
a real shitty boat to be on due Definitely to the fact was. that they're transporting a lot of hazardous materials yeah. that should not be inhaled. Uh, so you're on nerve, board with nerve gases and that type of thing. Yeah. Nitroglycerin didn't suffocate them to death or whatever. Like Nitroglycerin was why the boat exploded. No, nitroglycerin would blow up. You're looking at more of a nerve gas uh, type of agent that Definitely. would cause them to to, Taven, to Taven. go into almost immediate rigor mortis where all their muscles tense, which would be a very yeah. mustard gas symptom. Yeah. So, so mustard, on, on mustard board with gas. Like that there was more than one mustard gas. Because yeah, exactly. But to, to have all that, their limbs so. go like this, yeah. which is what they did. That would be a mustard gas. Yeah, uh, which they had a, it's, so, exactly. Which they is had a, a chlorine-based chemical. Chlorine-based chemical. Dom is correct. Um, half of salt. Yes. Yes, half of salt. Um, carbon oxide would would be that's great, but they would just go to sleep. No one lo- would look. That would be a, that would be a painless death. Also, if painless it was death, that, shitty death. If it was painless that, death. Um, prevalent inside the cabin the ship the people who arrived in the ship would also be affected by it which it doesn't seem like for any story yes. that that was even part of the case well yes and no that does dissipate like you said joe it does it does yeah. but um i think that it wouldn't dissipate enough though because it like you you told me you taught me this it's or it's more dense than regular air so it would stay low to the ground and it takes a long time to affect you relatively yeah. to like mustard gas well you so think uh, show up on the ship and they showed up yeah. and they were like I was about to catch on fire and people are dead. I feel like there'd still be enough carbon monoxide there to affect well, the people who arrived. I believe we talked yeah, about so this I tell you a that little Joe, bit on another podcast where Dylan and I knew it. We were, I knew about it, but Joe, you didn't. It's the uh, uh-huh. Battleship Cove in Quincy on the USS Massachusetts. Yeah. There are certain rooms that are sealed off due to gases that are getting released that they can't stop. That makes sense. So it's. Do you think this smuggling ship has the same capabilities as a United States military battleship? Yes, I doubt it. I'd say yes. Is that right? Because yeah. it's, you think it's, it's, it's all, based off of. Maybe we should bring this up. Do you think it was a sanctioned government warship? I do. You did okay. Um, I, didn't, I didn't even think about that fact. You know, I, 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 I was thinking this is a shipping. This is a shipping situation. No, because uh, one of the stories I heard is that they after they called for medical aid in the uh, Morse code, they called for a battleship after almost like they were oh i didn't hear that they were thinking people were gonna die and then they realized oh no we actually need a a warship here and and this is again yeah so there's there's a cia document paper bullshit telephone story kind of crap but so there's a military unit 731 Okay. And that will explain everything and it's listed on cia documents military unit you will explain everything right now so military unit 731 is an unknown unit um, designated by the CIA that distinguishes this boat as something SEAIA, I imagine, of possible relation more than interest. So interest would be interest, relation would be relation. Something you just between. said the words twice. Can you be more descriptive? I you? did. No, I did for a reason. Like, okay. if it's of possible interest, that could be a drug smuggler. If it's a possible sure. relation, it's like, hey, is this the British uh, SAS boat or whatever it is? It's somewhere in between. So this okay. could be like a wicked blacklisted CIA boat that's owned by the CIA. Yeah. Um, and military unit 731. Well, I, I, I do, do believe with that. at the time that was uh, the OSS, not the CIA. Is that, that's a good yeah, point, Dom. Yeah, You're that's completely a good point. right. Yeah, it wasn't um, yep. Um, not that it matters. Just to prove that I'm smart a little bit. 
No, no, you're That's smart. That's the whole podcast. It was the OSS. So, so, so <laughs> Dom's very cryptic. Dom's very cryptic, and for those of you listeners who don't know, the CIA was the OSS before it was the CIA. And Dom, can you tell us what the OSS stands for? Um, I actually, I cannot. That's cool. All right, nice job. I, so, I, have um, guess, I have a guess, though. I have a guess. I do have a guess. Yeah. My guess is the stands for Operations All right, of Secret Get off your Services. high horse immediately. <laughs> that's all That's all OSS stands for. Hey, my horse will ride. for 12 years and you know it. <laughs> get on your short horse there, Big Shoes. Yeah, Operation Short Shit Horse. Good job. Um, so... So, Operation, sorry, Military Unit 731, there's a lot to this. And this is where the conspiracies get in, is that some people think that 731 is the answer to all missing vessels and aircraft. Ever? And that's absurd. In the Right off the bat, right, Dylan? We can all agree, the idea that one... You know, sect of the CIA is, is well. The is answers, for the answers to the bigger triangle. The answers to the bigger right triangle are the here. Right. The answers to the bigger triangle are here in this boat. That's right, what they're but, saying. But, that, but that's one section of the ocean. But to to say a blanket statement that all missing naval vessels are responsible by this organization, we can all agree, please, that that's an absurd statement to make. Yeah, it's that a little crazy. All of them are. Amelia Earhart's fucking. <laughs> I mean, of course it is. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying what they're saying. No, I'm not, not saying okay. I'm saying. No, no, I'm not saying you're saying. saying I just want to agree on that. So going you. Forward. Now you're going to describe more, but we can all so agree you. that one organization that's available or uh, culpable for every sinking ship is an absurd statement to make, which people will Amen. make, but you won't make that. Amen, so, brother. Okay. Please go forward with that knowledge in hand. Amen, brother. So. Okay. Amen. That's pretty much what I'm saying is that there's – this is to this day an unexplained case because yes. likely it was transporting something that caused carbon monoxide, which we think is not because Dominic really made sure that we know that when rigor mortis sets in you get hard quickly, fast. they look scary. And uh, carbon monoxide deaths are a little. Yeah, it has to be a, a nerve agent type thing where it would affect your whole body, not like just carbon monoxide. Gas, that's just or yeah, you know, carbon monoxide looks like cyanide would not be a nerve agent because you're that's something no. you ingest not yes. in the air. So well, they could aerosolize it. I think, but but it would. I don't have know. A similar result actually, would, I'm sure would, they could, but I don't know. No, but um, it would be the same as what you said, Dylan. It would be a, a quick acting, you know, violent, awful death and. Carbon monoxide poisoning, they, when they find people, it looks like they fell asleep. Yeah, but you pass out before yeah. the, the death. Yeah, yeah. it's a very different situation. Yeah. And then rigor mortis sets in, yeah, that type rigor. of thing. Yeah. And, when, you, when your motor you know, shut down first, you look like you're sleeping. You don't get, like, frozen, you know, as if you're, all your muscles tense up, like many poison we talked about. So, obviously, no. that's Yeah, like you were exposed to a giant flash, and then you're like, oh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which is also um, accounting for the fact <clears> that people weren't telephoning the story. And when they said people looked up like they had terror in their eyes, they weren't just writing that for their newspaper that they had to make money off of to make it more scary. They were being accurate. We're going to assume that's factual. Yeah. They're being factual and accurate, and nothing in history that's been recorded that actually has any real evidence has shown someone seeing the ring girl and dying like this. Not you know? yet, but, but it's we should always typically keep that in our back a post mortem 
uh, reaction to natural yeah. processes in the body. Right. So Especially because the was, didn't come out even if it was, idea. I've actually ne- I've never seen a body um, uh, from um, carbon monoxide. But like I said, Joe, yeah, it does. It builds up from the ground up. Unfortunately, it's heavier. Than yeah, it, it's it's the speed in which your body deceases. It becomes deceased. That's yeah, what but once you die, once you, you die, you know. Yeah, then you come in. Yeah, rigor mortis. It looks like you're stuff. breathing once you're dead for a couple yeah, minutes because your body, out. your your cells are excreting oxygen through the lungs. Still keeps happening. It's wicked. And there's up. all kinds of gases built up. Out At of the, the moment, the death, there's a lot of gases that come out of the body, and then rigor mortis oh, yeah. sets in within a couple hours. It's really fucked up. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not saying so you yeah, like you're, you're, you're taking a nap all the time, but I'm saying the 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 pose of the the shrill shrieking at the sky versus you know the dead guys who shit themselves it, it seems more to me to be a nerve agent less than carbon monoxide if i had to guess Just yeah yeah i'd say so so it's very very possible that this boat if it exists in the first place this could be a toll man. good yeah. point we can talk about because there is be no a, record this, of it. this boat the there's no record of this boat existing off of a nine-year span and one there's of them no happened 10 years before this where you guys existed. were talking about or not eight years before the first example is in a newspaper in England, 1940. It's mid-war. I mean, that kind of makes very, 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 very early war. That's uh, that's early. That's but it's good for a ghost story. It's involvement. shit for a war report. Yeah, um, that's the first. Yeah, so it's not a lot of The first time it came up, and it was place. it was still called the Orang Matang. So you gotta be like, eh. all right, Orang Matang, which means the man of Matang. I'm gonna go right? for this. So, it's my first time ever to be the one to do this. Don't do it. Let's go into final thoughts. All right, yeah. I'm ready. Final thought. Joe, let's start with you, because I feel like Dylan always starts. Good call, Not Dom. true, but I, I'll be I'm more than happy. Uh, this story fascinated me as every ghost ship story. The the very idea of there being a ship coming into port or coming up, up along a ship in the ocean being like, are you okay, SOS? You show up, and everyone's dead. With no cause of death apparent. There's no bloody knife. There's no guy hiding in the hull. But there is a puddle from an icicle. (laughs) 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 But yeah, but the mystery is awry. And that whole entire thing of the ghost. And then as soon as they get there, oh no, the evidence is in Davy Jones' locker. We had enough evidence to go there and eyewitness account and tell you the story. This ghost, the spooky ghost story of the ghost ship. Well, prove it. Oh, we can't because as soon as we got on the ship, it exploded. And now it's gone forever. So I want to show you it. And it did happen. And I'm telling the truth. And my life is fascinating. And I, I saw something very insane and scary and cool. But I just can't prove it to you. Because um, it just turned out that as soon as we got there, whether it's Tabin, carbon monoxide, or cyanide, the thing blew up and it's in David Jones' locker now. So I can't prove it to you at all. And also... Um, didn't happen also but aren't i interesting that's my final thoughts is this story is cool as hell uh i think that it's very likely that many ships in that span went to davy jones locker secretly for sure and my number one reason why i'd hang on to this actually happening is what we've been talking about in the past 20 minutes which is that maybe this was a secret operation it's post world war ii or perhaps during when it when it was published in the newspaper during but it might have been more than one ship that had this situation going on. It's the situation of ships being smuggling poisonous gases. We're talking about after World War One, where that became not only a war crime, but a big taboo. We're talking about pre-nuclear weapons and post-taboo when you're starting to build this up. 
But by the time the article comes out in 49, 50 something, now the nuclear bomb's out there. And the idea of smuggling weapons or chemicals at the time not only was bad during the war, but after the war is over, it's very bad. Everyone in the world is on eggshells at that point, and they don't want to upset anybody. Everyone's just chilling out, being cool. So I'm not willing to say the story never happened in history. Something like this didn't happen. But I would be willing to say the story of the Orang Medan, as it's told five different ways, with the Silver Star, the SOS message. The SOS message, by the way, on Morse code that said, everyone is dead, the captain's in the chart room, except for me. That's not how Morse code I does. die. Morse code is done directly. S-O-S. It's fire on the ship. You have to tap a hundred fucking times per second. It's a disaster. You don't go, anyways, people are starting to die. The captain's dying. It's not like an Xbox Bioshock, you know, fallout, like, audio log. Like, here's how it goes. The ship's going down. They're, they're looking for help here. They're not going to describe the whole situation. That reeks to me of bullshit after the fact newspaper writing. is as of the fact that the dog was snarling. As of the fact that everyone was... Um, you know, staring up at the sky in terror. Uh, it, it all reeks to me of uh, complete bullshit. That being said, I think that this could have, this definitely could have happened, and it could have been an awful disaster. And if it did happen with smuggling, you know, war crime laden chemical weapons, I can see why it was secretive. I can see why it didn't happen. I don't believe for a second it happened the way it was described to us. But to say the fact that things like this never happened. In that a smuggling death trap ship never went down and asked for help at the last second. I believe it. I just believe that this story happened in some form. And after classified documents, hush hush, and a nine year game of telephone between what I believe was the initial guy. I heard a story. I don't even hear this, Dylan. That a guy survived it and he washed up on shore and he told an Italian journalist what happened. Right, the guy in Trieste, Italy, where I'll be in three weeks. Yeah, Yeah, exactly right. And then that guy told the paper. I'm talking about Ford versus the telephone. We've all played telephone, even Mm -hmm. if that did happen. Wait, so if he survived something in the Indian Ocean and somehow made it back to Italy before, yeah, on a lifeboat, on a lifeboat, yeah. And then when he got back there, he told the missionary. And then wouldn't you know it? He died. Two days later, so you can't ask him again what happened. Did he blow but off from Trust the Italian but journalist. Trieste is so weird because Trieste is like on the East Coast. It's like landing up in Roanoke. Like if you're on the Virginia, I'm glad like you, you know the geological the location. Canal. It has nothing to do with what I'm trying to say right now. But I'm glad you know. No, I'm just saying is. is that for him to land in Trieste is like why didn't you land? No, he didn't in like land there. The, the Italian journalist was where the ship landed, like in Indonesia. He was on a trip. Was the idea that he was uh, okay, writing gotcha. there? Yeah, he didn't land in Italy. Um, but no, the idea that it's, 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 it's add more bullshit. There's no way that guy started writing stories in the newspaper saying, I met this, you know, this German guy on this Dutch ship and he survived this crazy thing. I don't know what to believe, man. I, I've heard stories with the Chupacabra, Bigfoot, UFOs. All of them are more clear and concise and understandable and breakdownable in this story. I've heard so many versions of the story. I have no idea what to believe. What I do believe is that whatever happened, it's not the version we heard. And a lot of people wanted to sell a lot of newspapers. And they made up a lot of fucking fake shit to sell exciting stuff. I'm sure this shit could have happened many times, but not like this. Its story is fake. The end. Italian journalists want to make some money. Can I go next? Dom or Dylan, please go next. Dom. Um, so I definitely agree with Joe that so much of the story is made up. 
However, I, I this happened, but it's this was like early government cover-ups. They didn't know how to do it yet. That's why so much information got out. Some people are like, well, that could never. Let's just go with it. But also, I think a big part of it is also is you're coming off of four, five, six years of newspapers making bank off of reporting on this war, and now they're Good like, point. oh shit, the war is over. What are we gonna do now? We can't go back to making 50% profit. We need to go back to making 150% profit. Let's, we, I heard, oh, I heard this thing happened. And all it takes, I mean, to this day, there's like these little leaks that happen. And they always blow up for like a couple days. They had to make it last. I want to interrupt you again, but like I said, all of the versions that I've heard of the story, every primary, primary resource is from a newspaper. None of them is from... Navy logs, ship logs, or research. Every primary source is from newspapers, and then secondary sources are from people commenting on them. Yeah. So Pre-Project Blue Book, why would they? Why would they? They didn't until they were mandated the Freedom of Information Act in 2001. Could very, so, be, very well be the case. Sorry, Dom. They I just didn't. Mention that. No, that's a good point. They didn't fucking say dick. Um, you know, I, I absolutely believe that this was some U.S. covert operation that went awry. That's why they had it out of the shipping lanes. But also, I think they were still strategic enough to send it through the certain area because the Strait of Malacca was or still is a notoriously dangerous area to put your ships through. Uh, I mean, in a 100-year period, 30 ships that were recorded sank going through that channel. So they had this ship going outside of the channel, close enough that they could claim, if something happened, they could claim, oh, this ship went down because they were going through this dangerous area. Oh, but they, they weren't expecting... It, they pre-planned it just to be like, have a... Like a just in case. If oh, anything okay. happened. Interesting. But they weren't, ex- they weren't expecting the chemicals to be the reason why they didn't make it. Sure, yeah. Um... And that's why they they didn't let anyone know where they were going in case they did get hurt. Much like the Indianapolis carrying the atomic bomb equipment, they yeah. couldn't say where they were until it was too late. I yep. mean, that, that tracks for me. Yes, yeah, so I, I think they had enough organization to be like, well, let's have it at least go near this area just in case, but not enough planning to prevent disaster or from preventing enough information getting out for these speculations to occur. Um, that's my thought on that, but I do want to take this a little bit of time to just throw a little more information out there that we didn't really, didn't really fit into the conversation before. Um, one of the things was when they got to the ship and I, I think this is more of just like the, Oh, when you feel a cold spot, that's a ghost kind of thing. Cause it was Always. reported that at that time in the Indian ocean, it was around a hundred degrees Fahrenheit. But once they got Ooh. onto the Orang Medan, they were like, a, a, apparently, they actually brought a thermometer and got the reading. But who knows? That's bullshit. That's bullshit. On the ship was forty degrees Fahrenheit. Oh my god! Such bullshit! Such bullshit! Which is just, I think that's more a way to be like the, it was the Grim Reaper or something like that. Cause who knows? They could just say it felt um, cold. The idea that they brought a measuring device on there just fucks their story even more. Yeah. It actually was. All it means is it's like the SpongeBob episode. 
It's like in SpongeBob when he leaves his freezer open. Maybe the, did they check the freezer? When he gets the suds? It might have been that. <laughs> yeah, that's a great yes, answer. Dylan, I'm so happy that you did two Splendor references this episode. This is great. Yeah, um, that's probably what it was, dude, uh, is that they left the freezer on open. The, on the point of the dog... I won't rule it out. I believe reporting on the dog was to give it an even deeper sense of, oh, the humanity. Tragedy. Not the dog. Not because the dog. we've loved people... Humans have loved dogs for thousands of years, and I, I severely... Doubt that being more sad over the death of a dog than a human, that's not 20, 30, 40 years old. That's thousands of years old. Because that's dogs yeah, that's, are dogs don't do shit to you. Without no yeah, okay. and, the and last... also ship dog, I never heard of. Ship cat, I've heard of. I'm sure they had dogs on ships, but all I thought of when I heard yeah, the not, ship. Not dog if you're on like a, a special is, mission. Where does the to dog carry shit this stuff? And piss? Yeah. Yeah, and a special mission too. Where does the dog just shits in the deck? You just scoop it right up and throw it off. The Dude, deck. I'd rather live on a boat and have a dog than live in a place where I walk a dog on public areas and put the shit in the bag than put it in a trash can. If the dog shits on the deck, you throw it overboard. My fucking my yeah, you have a pirate net. boat. I just take a shovel and just like launch that fucking thing like a cross ball. Yeah, at least it's easier to get rid of it. But you always have dog you shit don't in have your bags. It's so much where easier. You live. And, uh, it's like having a dog shit in your house and be like, it's easier if it's in my house. That way I can just like throw it no, in the trash can. Yeah, I disagree with that completely. The, you, uh, you don't think the ship is your house? You live there all the time. No, I do, but they shit you to go, hey, you go up shitting. on the deck, then take a shit. Then so I you, take you the shovel the the, the and I launch this fucking three-pound shit like a little crossbow oh, the outside yards is the, the deck ocean. when we're at sea and then we're at home, it's the yard. But it's never inside. Yeah, dude, it's a dog. I can train. Dogs I think the dog is shitting like all uh, everywhere. On the no show. way. I could train dog as shit just on the upstairs. No problem. Easy. I hope so. Yep. Uh, and I have one last thing I want to add to my final thoughts, and this is just some quick little uh, chemical fun fact. Because um, we're talking, we're talking that. about nerve agents, uh, and Dylan will know about this a little bit at least. Um, Possibly air conditioners in cars are currently either R134 or R1234A is the newer one. That's mm-hmm. um, R134A, but it's okay. Sorry, R134A, but the newer one is R1234. Please spare the listeners. Um, but the old school, A lot original, of our answer, the listeners know this. Uh, Three refrigerant of them for one of them car air conditioning was R12. And one of the problems with R12 was not just that it decimates the ozone layer, is that when it's burned... It produces mustard gas. No shit. Oh, where there is a particular one thirty four. There was, no, there was a particular problem. Well, it's freon. So is that freon? R twelve is freon. Oh, is this say because freon okay. was before R one thirty four. And then I was like, I knew it's called something I else. Got so used to, I got is R twelve because I'm so tired of people yeah. calling one thirty four. No, I get because you have R. Well, Dom, they can hear Freon. They go, oh, okay, we know. Well, that Joe, is. to our listeners, that Dom's used to having so there's R twelve fittings, then R one thirty four fittings. Let's go deeper into the. Uh, the and Freon, depends on imagine. what you are filling with. You cannot Longest put R one thirty four in an R twelve. You can, well, but not directly. One. You have to adapt it to it. You know what I mean? You have to adapt to it. Yeah, exactly. So there was a problem that I learned from my. My shop teacher, Paul Raleigh, shout out, great mechanic, shout worked Paul. for Mercedes for years. And there was a problem on certain... The Germans. I believe it was... doesn't matter. Sometime in the 80s, Mercedes with air conditioners where... Mercedes. One of the air conditioning lines 
got really close to the intake. And if there was a leak, the intake would suck in the arch, the Freon, and it would burn no it. Shit. And out the tailpipe came mustard gas. No kidding. You That's serious? such a German way to, to the develop point a car. Where the fuck they can't dude? help themselves. They if, just can't help themselves like gas people. If there was a certain leak, and it didn't happen all the time. It had to be in like the precise area for it to actually get God, sucked that's terrible. in. terrible. You mean you, like Crown Heights or like, you're uh, like, you're like Midtown Manhattan? I'm, like, I'm you know what I mean? <laughs> the certain area where we want the mustard gas car, the Mercedes-Benz. You know, a mechanic would pull a car into the dealership garage to work on it. And the next thing you know, everyone they have to evacuate the garage because everyone's like, you got to leave. And that's not the main reason, believe it or not, why they stopped using Freon. They stopped it because it killed the ozone. Because only Mercedes, as far as I know, had the problem about making mustard mm. gas. They um, killed some people. The ozone layer depleting kills everyone. Yeah. Especially people that's with less than I mean, mustard gas is pretty much mixing fuck. Thank you, Dom. chlorine. He makes chlorine bleach with what hydrogen peroxide or it's with hydrogen peroxide and I think ammonia, so, yeah. ammonia. Sorry, ammonia Ble- and chlorine. And ammonia. I know you can make it with household bleach cleaners, and ammonia equals no, mustard gas. Yeah. Uh, actually, I remember something. Maureen DeLeo saying that in science class, and and uh, the it teacher was very sense. happy that she said that. Um, but yeah, uh, that yes, that, those are my final thoughts on the uh, orangutan. Is it happened? It was a failed cover-up, but it was still covered up pretty well. And Well, uh, enough that we never heard about it. Don't let your old cars with Freon burn the Freon. Nice. That's right. Well, Just well cut the done. whole system. Like ever always done, I remove every piece of the HVAC system, except for the heater, which is easy to leave in. So my th- uh, final thoughts on this is that... Um, I don't see why back then, like especially back then, why they wouldn't completely take, have a a zero paper trail for a U.S. based CIA sort of situation. Right, but none of the evidence says it's U.S. based or CIA. It's a Dutch ship with an Indonesian name. I don't know why you guys call it the CIA shit, but all right. Because trust me, dude, it's CIA. I can see why what, your stories make sense for that, but nothing I heard the entire time had anything with the United States or even America. It had nothing to do with America at all. I mean, I only, well, I only watched, I only watched one video so, on it, and they leaned pretty I heavily know you guys on the Coast Guard ship. Really, why is the US, really why would the U.S. Coast Guard be in the Indian Ocean? Obviously, it's local They shit. wouldn't be. The no, Coast the, Coast, the Coast Guard is total Fuck bullshit the Coast for Guard, sure. Dude. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, this is no a very CIA thing, which would be a good way to cover it up. It was definitely the but US anything I heard is no United States chemicals Apple. used in World War II from Japan because they made deals with German scientists. All right, all yeah, right, I get it all yeah, right. exactly. Saying, it's like it's right now, if we say America being involved is tonight. I've never heard Russia decides that to get over all their nukes. We have boats go over there and get them. This is one of those boats that's basically collecting chemicals. It's like, hey guys, you can't have these chemicals or else we're going to blow you the fuck up. I mean, what what really started? They they called it the Orangmadan. They didn't call it the Mississippi Queen. They want to try to say Because the Orangmadan is a good name, dude. It's a good name. So I don't think you heard me. They had crazy chemicals on them, and then everyone died of not carbon monoxide, but probably mustard gas, chlorine. You know, fucking that type of thing where they get rigor mortis really quickly. Their cells perfuse oxygen 
in uh, in in H two O rapidly. So if you take a chicken wing, um, and then you somehow extract all of the moisture from that chicken well, so wing, a buffalo wing, it's going to curl or a buffalo wing. It's gonna curl, you know. So. Everyone like on, the, the, uh, on board the, of the, the ship the, uh, the died very quickly because someone fucked up bad. They fucked up bad. Like, I love the ghost ship thing. I love this is cursed, but there's so much evidence that this ship was full of chemicals that someone fucked. And that's my final thoughts. Hmm. So your final thoughts is they fucked up. Someone that's, fucked up uh, and everyone died because ventilation, I, I this type a pretty, of thing. Pretty heavy point. Yeah, that's probably. Um, the most I love, likely. I love the transcripts Someone scripts of like the thing. Like everyone's had the captain's dead. I die. Um, it's a, it's, it's a great. Imagine, news story. Joe. Imagine your jewel is full of fucking chlorine, and you try Don't to say do that like, to me. I'm trying to enjoy myself. You enjoy yourself. <laughs> I'm just saying, is that like? If you had like it took three months to to kill you, sorry, three yeah. puffs. The yeah. first puff makes you fucking hallucinate, and you try to say, "I'm gay," and then it comes out. And the as second I one, you believe. The third one really makes you get in there. Or I'm hungry, and it comes out as I die. Then you drop. And then dead. eventually, Bill Burr asks. Or I drop dead. And don't whatever. forget, he's I'm, not saying I'm the it one into a voice recorder. Stool. He's typing in Morse code. <laughs> I die. <laughs> Like it just it makes it like, right. like a Bioshock, you know, like audio log. It's like a video yeah, but game he's game. dude, like, dude, he's he's not only he's not only his cells are only losing oxygen, they're he's withholding carbon dioxide and carbon dioxide and uh, whatever else chlorine does to you. It's not good. So he might just say, "I die," where he's really saying he didn't say anything. He, God, he tapped on a piece of metal. Let's he tapped on, but he might be thinking in his head that all he wants is a blowjob. He's trying to write that to someone. And he just wrote, I die. He's got, he's he wrote crazy. the captain. He, has, he said, all is dead, even the captain, in the chart room. You yeah, know how long it, that takes to type on Morse dude, code? Did you see Probably Midsummer? The time it, it takes mustard these gas people some time. Their brain operates at 100% within, you know, saturation of 100% of that chemical for the first one second. Then after 10 seconds, it's not good. After 30, it's really, not good. After a minute, it's not good. <laughs> I want to learn how long it takes to do Morse code the the letter I. <laughs> like it's probably like ten percent of the time before you're dead. I don't know. I shouldn't have shit on your final thoughts, and I'm sorry. It is you verse time, and Tom the time. you can write out. You can probably bang out two sentences the second you have. Hold your breath. You know I can hold my breath for three minutes. I know that. And um, ooh, we should test that. We should. And I can do it. So, um. Those first, that first minute is fine. After that, I'm declining cognitively big time. Carbon so, dioxide buildup. In the blood. Yeah, exactly. So this guy, his first sentence is cool, and then it's not cool because he's why would getting he say shit. That? I don't, I don't know why. Know, because he's, because he's not because because the first thirty seconds of the, the first minute. In the chart room. Who gives a fuck of the chart room? We have a chemical. He doesn't care, dude. He, dude, dude the guy's not oxygen in one minute. He care enough he to describe has, where people are I know, but he falling. thinks he has. It's like in a submarine. He thinks he has oxygen, but he feels like he needs to drink water. But he doesn't know that there's so a lack of oxygen. His brain function was distorted. His brain functions. You wanted to describe where people died and shit. Tanking. His brain function is tanking. It's tanking. I, I get that. He might have been crazy. No question. Time. It's tanking big time. So 
It's yeah. final thoughts. Is that that there's huh. there's chemicals on board that are leaking out. These guys are tanking, and if that if that I think we can all agree on that, that. chemical is heavier than air. It's just gonna stay inside that ship. That ain't going shit. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, heavier than air. Yeah, that'll that'll. that'll yeah, so. heavier air ain't good for being on a ship. That's for sure. No. So, so that's, that's my that. final thoughts. Um, Let's do it, guys. We want you guys to to take a look at this incident. It's very interesting. So I, I really can't like wait that, until you guys uh, watch we last can... week's episode, episode eighty, where we're all together live doing our big. Count. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we can't wait. I will say. I will say uh, quickly about this episode. I I thought it was really interesting and cool that we all came in with different accounts. We did of what Much we like found about story. this. Yeah. Really we almost sound also, like the chemical warfare. We all had different ideas with the same ghost story together. I think this is the most accurate version of this that we've ever heard because there's a lot of different versions of it. Yes. Yeah, it was wild. Well, Dom, we'll see you guys next week. The camera, uh, it's hard to abs- see you. you get a little closer? Right, you can you go. see go ahead. me. Go ahead, Dylan. I was talking right to Dom. Here? I was talking to Dom. He, he wasn't close. Oh, this is Dylan. Now I can see him. Yet. Oh, Dom I've fine. been in the same position the whole time. I we was being sarcastic because he's very close to the camera. Okay. Yep. Uh, okay. All right. I me. I was like, dude, uh, I'm okay, just we're all on in. board now. Hey, but we sorry. both have a D. We both have a D. So, all right, guys, that's the Dylan Joe Basement and Dom podcast, a.k.a. The Basement. Uh, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. If you guys have any other theories, you can always email us at djbasementpodcast.com. And don't forget that Dylan's phone number will be hear in this more? podcast. 617-548-4437. Harass me. Um, I have mounds of debt collecting agencies. Hit me up anyway, so there's a good chance I will answer. <laughs> Try to break through. <laughs> Try to break through them. Good luck. Good luck, um, bitch. <laughs> and uh, if you want to reach us via email, it's uh, dommoro at onlyfans.com. <laughs> dommoro, onlyfans.com. We'll see you guys I'm next week. I hope you, motherfucker. We'll see you guys next week for episode uh, 82. Probably 41 82. or 42. 82. 82. I was thinking 40. Um, but probably 82. We'll see you then. Love you guys. You So, well, guys, sorry. welcome back to the Dylan Joe Basin Podcast. We're a bunch of fucking assholes who mm-hmm. can't stop fighting. I hate you. And, and Joe <laughs> hates me. I hate him. And I'm going to get in a fight with Dom. <laughs> you got to leave. Where I'm from with you guys, and that's the thing, is Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha, Nebraska. I right, love Omaha, Nebraska more than... I just... I just threw my beer can towards my trash can from here and I missed. It bounced off of the oven and landed oh, sorry. Like that. <laughs> Holy <laughs> goddamn shit. I wish we would have got that all no, 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 no. This is worth no, this is worth we a had to address it. That's, I don't want to leave Dylan's point. That's but seriously that needs to be addressed big time. That's a big deal. That so wow. cool. Madison, Wisconsin Airport. I talked to you on the phone while I had I should have two said rural America. bottle Budweiser's. <laughs> one in my hand, you one, one tuck. It wasn't a bar. I walked up to like Hudson News, basically. Them. And I was like, <laughs> uh, I'll take some beer. They sell beer at Hudson News. Hudson News makes and, uh, you a cocktail. <laughs> like, All right. <laughs>
two boxes of buffalo wings from the original buffalo ring location. I drove Holy there out of my way shit. to get them. They spent 60 bucks to get them. And uh, and it was severely let down. There was almost no sauce on them. And I don't take no orders from no woman, by the way. By the way, I don't take no orders from no women. 